0: Welcome to Infinitely Rational, where we discuss the real eccentric and complex history of mathematics.
1: Brought to you by Nathematical Expressions. I'm your host,
0: Natalie, the resident math nerd.
1: And I'm Kay, your researcher of weird things.
0: In this episode, we'll answer the following questions. When is it okay to break an unbreakable vow? What's the best excuse to use when you've been publicly shamed? What do either of these have to do with math? Let's find out. Listeners! This is our first ever fourth in a series. Yay! History! History! (laughs) There is just too much Cardano to be contained in a mirror trilogy.
1: Yes, I'm actually a little bit daunted to see how much we have left to cover in such a short amount of time. So, let's get started. Let's go. Okay, so when Cardano wasn't sick or while he was sick, he actually did some real work (laughs) as a physician and mathematician, among many other things. Hence, us actually covering him, he wasn't just some weird person.
0: Right, because, you know, he really liked gambling, and so he taught, supplemented his income with treating patients, and then he gambled,
1: probably to spend. Yeah, probably. It's one of those (laughs) work-to-live-not-live-to-work sort of situations. So, you know, what's interesting is... The bad thing here is not the gambling. He was actually not supposed to treat patients. It was illegal because he was never admitted into the College of Physicians, at least not at first, rather. Uh, But because he was so good at it, he gained a solid reputation.
0: So do you want to know why the College of Physicians in Milan did not want to admit him? Please. They refused to admit him because of his attitude. So I guess a terrible (laughs) med side manner. I don't know.
1: That is correct. So they straight up didn't like him. I mean, and again, sources confirm this. The people just did not like him because he was a jerk. Uh, But you're not allowed to deny someone admission for that, clearly. So what they said was he was illegitimate. Remember, he was part of an affair. So because he was illegitimate, that and that alone is why they were denying him (laughs) entry.
0: So I'm going to talk about some math. Are you ready? Okay, so... He published a method to solve a cubic equation. Okay. He didn't come up with it because it had been shown by another mathematician named Tartaglia, who okay. also was a stammerer. That was what they called him, Okay, know.
1: That wasn't his real <laughs> name. Oh, that name. was his, like, that was his moniker. Right, like, the right, stammer. right, okay. right, right, yeah.
0: But so anyway, back in those times, right? Mm-hmm. It, and I think we may have discussed it before, and we're going to talk about it, if not in the next episode, like, cert- in the next mathematician, certainly at some point. Mm-hmm. But... Back in those times, you would challenge people. You would be like, here is my math problem that I present to you. Can you solve it? Kind of like Fermat. Right, right, Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. I knew we had talked about it. (laughs) But so so, anyway, Tartaglia had this solution to this cubic equation. Gotcha. And he basically, you know, uh, Cardano said, please, can I print this in my book that I'm writing? Because he's writing an algebra book. Okay. And Tartaglia was not cool with it. But why not? Because he that was his problem, right? That he would take and like challenge
1: people. Oh, oh, that's right. Because they kept things secret then, kept it secret, kept it safe.
0: And so, anyway, he didn't want him to publish the solution to this because then what was he going to do? He was going to have to figure something else out. And you know, his special trick had been found out, right? Exactly. So, uh, Cardano publishes it. He puts a little note in the book that says, That guy did it though. And Tartaglia got really upset because what (laughs) he said nobody's gonna know that i did it it's gonna rather instead be you, nobody reads a footnote in the book oh <laughs> so yeah he was really upset that cardano published it
1: see that's weird because my source we have conflicting sources dun, dun, dun. oh gosh <laughs> so let's
0: each pick up our daggers <laughs> right?
1: so the one i read said that cardano did publish this guy's his solution. Or so it's agreed method. it's published. Correct. That part is all up to speed. But what I read said that there was a third mathematician in the mix and actually that guy discovered it first. So he didn't feel like he needed to keep Tartaglia's secret Ooh. because someone else had already discovered it.
0: I wonder if it was like they discovered it independently of each other. I think oh, so. Oh wait, wait. You know what? I think he had I think I remember reading mm-hmm. that he had um a student that had solution to a quartic equation so like x to the fourth Mm -hmm. and this was part of the reason that he wanted to use the cubic solution Mm -hmm. was because his his
1: student had the fourth oh okay that's interesting (laughs) just another element of the problem the cardano (laughs) but i like it i would have honorably kept your secret but it's not yours so i'm gonna do it anyway So anyway, he um, he accomplished a lot in his life. So at 21, he was debating in public and giving instruction on Euclid. At 24, he became a college rector and got a degree, uh, a doctorate of medicine. Then at 34, he lectured in mathematics. And two years later, he was invited to teach medicine. But he didn't accept it because he said he was unlikely to be paid for the work.
0: You know, so I was reading in one of our sources that students would pay instructors directly to teach them. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, fine. That's whatever. really
1: interesting. Yeah,
0: I like that. But, well, you'd think so, right? Right. But but then the students could also fine instructors for not showing up or not answering difficult questions. Oh my god! And then one time, one institution. Apparently, this was a rare one that actually hired instructors. Mm-hmm. They had to institute a policy that said no stoning of instructors.
1: What? Uh huh. Oh my god! No, I would not take that post either. Right. Oh wow. <laughs> okay so yeah he did not take that post although there was no stoning involved (laughs) so he applied so again remember he had been he was practicing illegally on the side right because they wouldn't admit him into the college of physicians well he applies and he's refused again by the college of physicians because they don't like him anymore now Uh than they did before and so
0: guess why they refused him why he wrote a book that talked smack about how they didn't let him in and guess what
1: that book was which book? the book of my life <laughs> well straight up did he think it was gonna help his case again <laughs> he just uh he throws so much salt and shade he just cannot help himself anyway so he actually wrote that well apparently a physician's reputation is based off their clothes or their material things <laughs> so anyway yes They definitely did reject him a second time. In fact, it took another two years of him off practicing on his own, curing people, (laughs) before they calmed down enough to finally admit him. But they did admit him.
0: And so then he was lecturing in Milan. Mm -hmm. He would go to lecture in Pavia, but because no one went to his lectures, he didn't really get paid. And previously So I'd have quit
1: too. Yeah. He gave that up within a year. And then he became a professor of medicine in Bologna. Uh Until... He was arrested and accused of heresy. Guess what he did? (laughs) Please tell them. He cast the horoscope of Jesus Christ. The... uh, The OG. The the salt of this man.
0: Wait, that's not all, though. And he also wrote a book praising Nero who tormented Christian martyrs. How
1: did he... How did he think he was not going to get arrested at that time? (laughs) I mean, he had to have known, right? He had to have. Anyway... So, <laughs> well, think of this whole look, the, persistent treacheries, right?
0: Like the, all, the whole TOC that we read. <laughs> he, anyway,
1: he gets out, right? Mm-hmm. But he's banned from holding a university of post. Of course. And then he couldn't publish anymore, which killed him. He, he loves writing, as so, we've seen on yeah, teeth. So it really bothered him. But on the bright uh-huh. side, he was welcomed to Rome of all places <laughs> and into the College of Physicians. There.
0: And the Pope offered him a pension. The
1: heretic. Yes. The, guy the who, known heretic. Who cast the horoscope Correct. of Jesus Christ. And
0: praised Nero for tormenting Christian
1: martyrs. Yes. Yeah. And so what do you think he'd be grateful, right? Right? No. He he really did not like Rome. It's true. He
0: said it was full of get this. Are you ready? I'm ready. Lurking perils. Uncouth people. Charming. And the roads are a little short of wilderness.
1: Yeah. So, guy gets arrested. He's Mm -hmm. lucky he gets out and he's not beheaded or something. Pope offers him a pension, and all he can say is, this place is junk. I hate this place.
0: So... I would recommend you to read mm-hmm. um, the Rick Steves book on Italy. Okay. And th- he does this overview of Italy from north to south. Mm-hmm. And he says basically like the north are one way, right? And that's where this guy was, Milano, mm-hmm. Bologna, all these places. Mm-hmm. And so he's there, right? Mm-hmm. You know, all the Renaissance is there in, in, in you know, all he's this. kind of uptown. Correct, correct. <laughs> and then, but... The way Rick Steves describes, you know, as you move south, mm-hmm. it's kind of like Rome is the breaking point before you get southern <laughs>
1: Italy. It's <laughs> like the meatpacking district.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'll let you guys read it in Rick Steves' <laughs> book because, you know, it's his words, not mine. I have not traveled extensively. I've only been to certain parts in northern Italy and also Rome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you may wonder, listeners... How how is this guy practicing, right? He's been denied from the College of Physicians and all these things he's not supposed to be practicing. And then eventually they do admit him and all these things. It's because he had such success in what he was doing. He was such a smart individual and he's was so, so talented. Good. Yeah. In fact, he says he gives a numbered list at the back of his autobiography of all the people he well, not all the people he's cured, but the most horrible cases that he's cured <laughs> there you go again footnotes right <laughs> he says he thinks he's probably cured over 180 people of various illnesses i Which
0: just pretty impressive i just cannot with him <laughs> so let's talk a little if you haven't figured out what his personality was like by now mm-hmm. allow us to
1: help you out with flesh that. out the picture mm-hmm. so he liked chess and he thought he had a really good poker he face. He was vague looking. Yes. Yes, that's true. He probably <laughs> did have a great poker face. <laughs>
0: He Well, he needed it because he was a compulsive gambler. Uh, He did. He actually wrote a book of advice for gamblers on probability that was referenced in the Unfinished Game. But Mm -hmm. he actually saw it as more a method of predicting the future. Mm -hmm. And what he said was that the greatest advantage from gambling comes from not playing at all. (laughs)
1: Which is probably true. And yet. (laughs) And yet. (laughs) His his pre-science didn't help him there. Yeah. So because of his gambling... He seems to go back and forth between being wealthy and being destitute. And during a bad time, he actually, as he says, I love this.
0: This is, this is great. He ceased to be poor because he had nothing left.
1: I'm not really sure that's how that works, but sure, sure.
0: (laughs) He even had to pawn his wife's jewelry and furniture at one point.
1: Again, personality, right? I would be so mad. I (laughs) love my couch so much. (laughs) He, he, He cast the horoscope of jesus christ uh then he gambles so much he pawns his wife's (laughs) jewelry and furniture so good guy Mm -hmm. all around pretty solid sure 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 he um here's here's an interesting little tidbit uh-huh. he loved writing utensils same
0: <laughs> listen i just found out i just not like two pretty weeks ago found fan. out that the yes that there is a subscription box <laughs> and you can choose to get one on pens or you can get one on stationery or you can get one on pens and stationery.
1: man we really need to have a sponsor here <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pimping all these products. No, nah, I haven't not said, even said the name paid for them. I haven't said the name, but anyway, True. you know I subscribed immediately. And My first box is supposed to come in, I think, either this week or next week. I can't wait. I just cannot even wait—not even the littlest bit—for my two first. Really box. You
1: really are. It's you're him reincarnate. I know. You've just learned from your previous lives. Okay. So. He, too, spent, I don't know how much you spent on yours, but he spent a ridiculous amount of money on his writing utensils. Listen,
0: when we are, like, when we go to those, you know, strip malls or whatever, Mm -hmm. where they have, like, office whatever staples, and Mm -hmm. then they have other stores, Mm -hmm. my husband is like, you don't need to go in there. You have enough (laughs) office supplies. Do not go
1: in there. One can never have enough stationery. That's
0: how I feel. So I also probably
1: spend a ridiculous amount of money on these things. Let's test to see if you have anything else in common for likes. Okay, let's go. So he liked gems. Do you like gems? Eh. Eh? Who doesn't like gems? if someone were to offer you a gem you wouldn't take it well the last time i was offered a gem was when
0: my husband <laughs> gave me my engagement ring and i took it so true. but that's really the only gem that i carry around with me
1: well they're scary places those gem stores with all those pits with the in pits, them. Yeah, yeah see yeah true he liked metal bowls do you like metal bowls
0: i don't have a preference for metal versus ceramic versus glass unfortunately
1: yeah, i would say me neither What about rare books? I do like rare. I like all books. True, true. So that's ding, another one. He liked painted glass. Do you like painted glass? Stained glass is fine, I guess. I think that's probably what they're talking about. So, okay. So some.
0: Some. some. (laughs) Also, okay, wait. You know what? Here's one thing we do have in common. Tell me. He studied astrology carefully. Mm-hmm. I read my horoscope from time to time. <laughs> that's a strong connecting thread. <laughs> However, listen. He drew a
1: hard line. Did he? Definitely
0: not magic or enchantments.
1: Just astrology. Just astrology. Yes, yes. That's we've talked about how he wanted to be so very clear. Yes, but no. <laughs> yes, not magic, not enchantments, only astrology. So that's not the only subject um, that he studied. Or did not study, rather. So right. he liked astrology, but definitely not magic or enchantments, uh-huh. right? He did not like anatomy. That
0: doesn't even make any sense, because how much did he talk about
1: teeth and sweat? I, and- I oh. know, but he didn't like anatomy. He says he had no talent in surgery. And while he liked, he loved astrology, he didn't care for astronomy.
0: But then later he says he wrote, what was it, 10 books yes. on astronomy? So, yes, mm. No idea why. Okay, so he also said, here's a quote. He is a man bereft of bodily strength with few friends, small means, many enemies, a very large part of whom I recognize neither by name nor by face. A man without ordinary human wisdom, inclined to be faulty of memory, though rather better in the matter of foreseeing events. So
1: the ultimate unreliable narrator i have a faulty memory also pay attention to every word i've written here right <laughs> there's so much to unpack here so <laughs> he's got
0: no strength right no friends right no money many enemies lots of enemies yeah. though but but the way he says it he doesn't recognize them by name nor by face so same like same you this have is to
1: be causing some serious waves to not even be able to recognize your enemy you know it's like don't look at me don't breathe
0: my air i don't know who you are you're dead to me <laughs> I just, you know, and, and then my memory is terrible, but I can predict the future, guys. You Going backwards, You don't have horrible. to think about the past. You're no, only always focused. Focus yes. forward.
1: <laughs> it's really not surprising how many enemies he ended up with since near the end of his autobiography, he just writes a whole chapter that says adults either stink from their armpits <laughs> their feet or but mostly their mouths wait
0: but this was in the chapter called the quality of conversation
1: yes, yes the quality of conversation what? adults stink either from their armpits feet <laughs> but mostly mouth he says that people are greedy untrustworthy they copy they're uneducated they copy why is that thrown in there <laughs> plagiarism's right up there with being greedy uneducated and untrustworthy (laughs) and he says he never really learned much from other people and he uses all of that to justify why he'd rather be alone than with anyone else yeah because
0: he says life is too short to waste time on these useless people (laughs) yes he he,
1: again right a whole chapter he says he's never more with people he loves than when he's alone same so it's like (laughs) yeah i talk to myself it's the only way i can get an intelligent conversation around here (laughs) but you know i
0: look at this i love staying home i don't like people you know so
1: i same i i feel like you're a little better with people than (laughs) you're not you don't meet someone and immediately think is it their armpits their mouth or their Their feet (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah Gotta be the feet, right? (laughs) He says his greatest fault is, as he puts it, preferring to say above all things what I know to be displeasing to the ears of my hearers. (laughs) I mean, he knew that they didn't want to hear his nonsense and everything as he kept it up. (laughs) In no way, as he puts it, ignorant of how many enemies it made for him.
1: Yeah, the only people he did not do this with Were his supervisors and benefactors. So the people giving him money. So he was able to do it. He knew what was right and what was wrong. He knew there were things he shouldn't say to people. Long
0: hair don't care. Pretty much.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, hey, there are some really good examples of this. Like the things he would say to his coworkers. I've got one, but. I've got one too. You go first. Okay, I'll go first. So he's in an informal debate Uh with a man named. I think Branda, uh-huh. right? Well, actually, it's in a debate with someone else, and Branda butts in, so it's okay. like an A B conversation, yeah. and this guy is the C. So <laughs> Branda butts in, uh-huh. and he challenges this fact. He's he says, "No, no, no, you're you're wrong for this reason." So Cardano's like, "No, already I'm on Cardano's side." Right. Cardano's like, "No, dude, you don't know what you're talking about. You didn't hear the whole conversation. Whatever, whatever." So. <laughs> Brenda goes, well, get the original text. Someone go get the book. So someone runs off, gets the book. Uh This guy, in all of his his righteousness, hands the book to Cardano and tells him to read it. Uh I mean, really, the... I mean, that's kind of rude. I'm <laughs> right. still on Cardano's Jumps into side. the conversation and then makes this... Dude, he's trying to school him, uh-huh, right? Yeah. So Cardano reads it and he reads it out exactly the way he knew it. Hashtag told it, you right? so. Right. So Branda was wrong. Yeah. So Branda thinks he's making it up. That he's reading the wrong what passage, he wants, to, yeah. right? Exactly. So Brenda grabs the book back and reads it himself, and so he gets to exactly the word Cardano said it uh-huh. was, and he just kind of trails quietly <laughs> off <laughs> as he realizes it's wrong. And later, the best part of this is: so one, he's shamed, yeah, yeah. right? Sure. Like everyone who sees it, he's like,
0: "Oh, Brenda," which yeah. again, he brought this on himself. Right, like you got there's no by for yourself.
1: for um, But anyway, so the story gets to the Senate. Who what? Yes! So it gets to the Senate and they ask if, they bring Branda in and they go, so is this, did this happen? Did this really happen? And Branda goes, yeah, it it did happen, (laughs) but uh, I think I was probably drunk that day. No joke. That is the excuse that this guy gives. I
0: like these people with their excuses. I just completely (laughs) reasonable. Can I use this? There is
1: precedent. Did you? So you embarrass yourself in some meeting or someone embarrasses you. Right, right. And then your boss calls you in Uh and you say... You yes. know,
0: completely plausible that that happened. I may have been drunk that day. I was
1: definitely drunk that day. But like,
0: then you don't get fired for <laughs> saying that. They just laugh at
1: it. Yeah, I guess, they're just like, it's fine. I have no respect for him.
0: Okay, so here's mine. Right, I'm ready. Another time, Cardano embarrassed a coworker in front of his students oh. by pointing out his mistake. Like, what a troll! Oh. Okay, but so the colleague then at that point. Oh, it
1: doesn't end there.
0: No. Okay, so <laughs> he tried to avoid ever like being around Cardano. I like Cardano's rolling him. in, he's going out the other door. It's <laughs> just right? running out stage yeah, left. Literally <laughs> running out stage left. The students, of course, they loved it. Probably because they were you know one they were like oh well drama. Also, we don't have to learn. I don't know right. whatever you know. St- typical students. students. So one time, as a joke. They invite Cardano into this guy's class again. Oh, no. During a lecture on anatomy. No.
1: Which we know Cardano Cardano, knows nothing about. Yes, nothing. Does not like it. Okay.
0: So, the the professor tried to get out of the room so fast that he tripped on his cloak and fell. What? And so, anyway. But, but like, one. why does this remind me of Quirrell? Well,
1: because... It is. I mean, I can't imagine him (laughs) any other way either. The
0: only difference, I guess, though, is that this guy did not have Voldemort in the back of his head, and he resigned shortly after that. He wasn't trying to get any kind of
1: Philosopher's Stone or anything. I mean, how do you come back from that? I mean, your students set you up, uh huh, and then you react more spectacularly than than they could have hoped that they could have ever, in their wildest dreams, have (laughs) pictured—cartoon-like reaction. (laughs) That just you fall and trip over your I own just, even cloak. even the the turban, poor, 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 poor,
0: stammering Professor Quirrell. Like, I that's just, all I can see.
1: Oh, this poor man.
0: I feel so badly for him.
1: But what's weird, right? Because this is clearly like that is Cardano in the wrong. Right. Right. So, <laughs> despite this, cardano says like oh i'm no i'm super generous i'm a kind person (laughs) i i keep on my servants oh (laughs) yes he sends them to the fire store in the middle (laughs) right Right? because he needs them when his rings go missing so he says he keeps on servants who are use completely useless or shameful Couldn't find no fire pretty much yeah he also says
0: he littered up the house with little animals first off
1: gross the idea of littering, littering. A, yeah littering a house up with animals is disgusting but also yeah so he actually lists them okay like what lambs oh those are cute hairs, bunnies i'm yep. on board storks storks yes. are,
0: are not a little animal <laughs> yes also there's literally like the world's ugliest bird is a type of
1: stork i just don't understand lambs running around hares hopping all over and then and a storks random, just <laughs> I, I don't know, know what sound that... Yes, like, that's exactly what I'm I like can like tell which. that's where you were going with it. <laughs> Stork. Yeah, and he says, so in addition to being an animal hoarder, <laughs> Littering. Like, keeping around his shameful servants who look <laughs> for his rings yeah he also troubled himself over his friend's financial issues so if they lost all their money he would try and Why help he them gonna out. be all up in their business I don't know. he was he says he's destitute all the time because of his gambling so it doesn't make any sense no sense whatsoever but let's face it his friends were few and far between that's right? true
0: and as far as it goes with his enemies mm-hmm. he believed that it was better to outdo them mm-hmm. than to insult or criticize them. I like that. Slytherin, same <laughs> friend, all of the same.
1: I liked that, but you Me know, too. His enemies, on the other hand, were not that philosophical. They they did not turn the other cheek the way he says he did.
0: <laughs> he said, "I love that you said that." The way he says he did.
1: <laughs> well, come. He still went to that guy's class. He had to have known he was like they were setting that instructor up. He, he just, just walks in. He could have. I have arrived. In that first conversation, he could have just been like, "Sure, dude, whatever you think." But no, he lets them call the book. He knows what's <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> He, he's not, I don't think he's quite as nice as he wants us to believe he is. But anyway, so his colleagues, who of course grew to hate him, uh-huh. they spread rumors, they tried to get him fired. Uh, they knew he wasn't great on the fly, right? Because he doesn't talk to people yeah, a lot because yeah. he hates them. So they try and get answers out of him really quickly because they know he'd stutter and he'd trip over what it was he was saying.
0: You know, I feel that, though. I mean, when somebody wants an answer from me, I would really prefer it if, like, we could have an agenda for a meeting can so I, I can process, it? Yeah, yeah, so I can be productive. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in any way, I like, with respect to that, they were treacherous. They I just were. want you to know. yeah,
1: Persistently so.
0: Persistently so. Yeah. Because they sent someone to tell his superiors that he had no students, bad manners, was disagreeable, a fool, and had no talent in medicine. I mean, some of those may have been true.
1: (laughs) May have been, but also still rude. Yeah, they, another point, they spoke to the cardinal, who I guess is kind of in the chain of command Mm -hmm. for his job. Yeah, yeah. And they convinced the cardinal that Cardano should voluntarily resign because of all this shame. So, cuz he was disagreeable and a fool. Right, so I guess this became the ultimate voluntold situation. They went to his boss and said that he really he should voluntarily step down because look at all this shame he's bringing on himself. And the cardinal went, "You're right. Then, Let's do what? this." Isn't that the same as just firing him as telling him or you could resign wink-wink. Resign. Hint. I'll give you the opportunity to resign right now. <laughs>
0: Here's another instance of persistent treachery. These people, these dudes, mm. even wrote a letter in the name of his son-in-law. So remember, right? His his daughter, who he the liked. only good and daughter, only 33.3% yeah. good, right? right? Um, so her husband, they wrote a letter in his name that said terrible things about oh, him no. and spread rumors that he was being inappropriate with his students. What?
1: That is crossing a line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is way too much. So at this point... He starts to get a little paranoid. I
0: mean, who wouldn't? Fair enough. You know, he was at at the academy, and he says that he saw a beam in one of the halls. Mm -hmm. He says that he believed it was placed so that it would fall and kill him. Treachery.
1: (laughs) But it might have just been bad construction. As we've established, things are always falling from high places here. Around
0: him. (laughs) (laughs) But another time, he believed they put a lead weight above the doorway of a patient and it nearly killed him when it fell
1: but he says it it might also have been there to hold the curtains back don't forget all the
0: people who are gonna poison him (laughs) this is
1: true so (laughs) (laughs) clearly cardano had reason (laughs) to be on his guard Uh, But luckily, he's always rescued by his amazing wits and warning from others or his mad divination skills. Yes.
0: Here's an example of that. Tell me. At one time, his friend tells him there's a plot that's going on to kill him. So one of his few friends is like, Cardano, danger, Will Robinson. Yes. Okay. He says Cardano's response is that the plot was so incredibly obvious that anyone would have seen through it unless they were crazy or completely stupid. <laughs> but then later he like freely admits that he didn't notice the plot until his friend brought it up.
1: But it was so obvious. So obvious. So incredibly obvious. Once you have told me that's what was going to happen, yes. it was so clear to anyone. <laughs> They're so stupid to think that was going to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> so his friend rescues him, mm-hmm. I guess this one possibly. Time. but Cardano takes time in his autobiography He actually details out how a lot of these enemies end up dying, and he he summarizes at the end and says, pretty much all the people who tried to kill him ended up dying before him. So yay, karma is real folks. you heard <laughs> it here first. <laughs> but before we before we leave his enemies. I think it's really important that we covered the story that first brought us to Cardano. Oh my gosh, yes! Yes, yeah, so this is the story that started it all for us. When we read this, I mean... It, it was over, we knew it.
0: This was the event that said, this guy, we need to talk about him, has to be... I mean, he <laughs> knocked another mathematician off the oh, rotation. Straight
1: out of the season. No question. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's set the stage. Shall we? Let's. Okay. So excited. <laughs> so, one night, mm-hmm. Cardano is over at a senator's house gambling. Like he does. Like he does. Totally normal situation for uh-huh. him. And he realizes... So he's been losing for quite some time yeah. by this point because, again, he's not a great gambler. He has a great poker face, <laughs> Right. But he's not doing well. <laughs> he's lost clothes, money, rings. What kind of game were they? What uh, kind of- Tons of stuff he's lost by this point. And then he realizes mm-hmm. that the cards are marked. Oh, my gosh. So he's being cheated. So when he realizes he's mm-hmm. being cheated... I guess he uses the markings to start winning back his sure, stuff. Sure. So he win once he's won back his clothes, his money, his rings, he sends his servant back home with his stuff. He's like, go take this home while I finish playing.
0: Get out, servant, with my things. Right. Keep them safe. Because
1: then he takes
0: out his knife and he slashes his opponents face this <laughs> no. is why you need your dagger umbrella because it's gotta be always there right <laughs> forget a
1: rock he will cut a dude he said in his defense that he didn't do it deeply though. <laughs> but i just cannot i cannot when we realized that there was a mathematician who had cut a dude's face over cards that was it. That was it. We knew.
0: But it doesn't end there. No. So he slashes the senator's face because let us not forget, this is a senator. A senator? A senator. So he slashes his face. Then he tosses some money <laughs> back at him. You man. <laughs> Supposedly to make amends for wounding him because, again, like it wasn't deep. <laughs> to get dirty money. Yes. Get but, a band aid.
1: <laughs> but then he attacks the servants. <sighs> Listeners. He was not dealing with a bunch of thugs. Again, this was a senator. The the people who were in the room, the servants, they were just servants. They weren't gang They were like, let me refill your wine. Yes. They were unarmed. He says in his autobiography (laughs) that they begged for their lives. And so he says he won't hurt them if they open the locked door. But the key was in the door. He could have oh unlocked my God. it himself. Wait, he's already, And <laughs> But anyway, so they do, of course, because they're scared. They're like, get out, like, get, get like, out. He just slashed the senator's face and threw money <laughs> on him and attacked us with his little pen knife. <laughs> so they open the door and he runs out. But it doesn't end there. end there, no. So... 8
0: p.m. that night, <laughs> drama. He's he's on the lam. He's still running from <laughs> slashing the senator's face. Because
1: of course, they're pursu- the the police are pursuing him now.
0: And so while he's running, mm-hmm. he falls into a canal in the dark. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is totally normal.
0: But. Even as he falls in the water, he manages to grab a passing boat. No, he doesn't. Yeah, listen, he grabs a passing boat. No. <laughs> I think it's with his right hand, which remember wasn't as beautiful as his left with the taper. Oh boy, shining nails. Okay, so he grabs the boat and they pull him in because they're like, oh, dude is in the water, needs help. Guess whose boat it is? Who?
1: Guess. The senator. No, it cannot be. I don't believe it. <laughs> you can scarcely I, <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't even scarcely believe this is the case. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> it is the senator's boat. Yes. Still, this is not where this ends. So you'd think, right? Uh-huh. He's caught. Right. You know, his years of vigilanteism did not help him, right? Sickly Batman. <laughs> right. But no. The senator, uh-huh. this dude is totally chill about it. He pulls him into the boat. He even gives him dry clothes to dress into and lets him travel What a stand-up them. guy. Yes, lets him travel to safety outside of the realm of the police who are looking for him because he slashed his face. He even says the <laughs> dude has the bandages on his face from where he slashed him. This whole conclusion is just fantastic. I just don't know if this is a James Bond movie or a cartoon. I can't decide.
0: I don't care which one you land on I am going to call it The Incident of the
1: Knife and the Face <laughs> just It's my favorite story about Cardano No question It was the first one I learned of him mm-hmm. And it was worth it
0: Yeah, I remember you texted me And you said Anyway there's this guy in this book That slashed a guy's face over cards <laughs> And the real story Just
1: is amazing it, it's, it's beyond belief really Strike hard Strike fast. No auto-tune. At Cardano Kai, we mix martial arts with hardcore musical talent. You'll use the way of the fist to carry a tune. No cheap crane kicks or lip-syncing here. Join Cardano Kai, three-time winners of the All Canyon Karaoke Karate Tournament. Learn how to hit him with a high note while you sweep the leg. Always getting cheated at cards? Learn how to grab a dagger from someone's hand and cut them while you throw down a sick money note. Strike hard. Strike fast. No auto-tune. So, sadly, now, we come to the end of his life, right? Mm -hmm. And the end of his autobiography. So, he has a whole chapter for his will, even though it's not his real will, but Sure, he wrote it into his autobiography.
0: I know we're talking about his death right now, mm-hmm. but I realized that I made a promise at some point that I was gonna tell you how I knew this guy's sapphire ring mm-hmm. um was his birthstone. It's because we share a birthday.
1: Yes, you told me at the beginning. Did I really? Yes. I'm an idiot. <laughs> 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 to his will (laughs) do you see i am cardano how many times does he repeat himself (laughs) did i tell you this thing oh wait yes i did here it is again (laughs) in case you need it (laughs) more detail (laughs) okay
0: so he says he wants his descendants in his will Mm -hmm. to stay under the care of an unspecified the guardian
1: the guardian the guardian correct.
0: randomly for as long as possible for certain reasons known only to him alone
1: like what is it about a <laughs> secret that just makes you want to know i just don't understand so one of the so he has said this really important document his will one of the things he's going to take up precious words on is I want my descendants to stay under the care of the Guardian mm-hmm. for an unspecified for as much time as possible for, in, you know. for Yeah, for reasons. Until their a- adult lives. And for reasons only I need to know. What, is this a secret? Like, Keep I, it secret. I just don't understand. <laughs> is the Guardian like some sort of supernatural entity that trains them in vigilanteism I don't know. <laughs> it's just so odd. Maybe it's who trained him. Yeah, well he gives several other orders, right, in mm-hmm. his will, wishes that he wants sure. carried out once he passes away. But he 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 kind of undoes everything because he says he gives authority to make changes to what he wrote as needed. And but then he doesn't say who the authority is given. Like right. who gets to decide if things anyone. need to change? I guess anyone. <laughs> Any of his relatives, whoever ends up executing his will, is allowed to go, yeah, forget this, I'm not doing that. (laughs) Circumstances have changed. So weird. Even though he's so good at foresight. True. Which, he is said, again, right, Uh drama, birth, Uh all the way to death. Sure. He's said to have correctly forecasted the date of his own death.
0: But some people believe that he committed suicide to make sure that prediction
1: came true i mean having read his autobiography i'm inclined to think that's true Mm. but no less dramatic Mm. (laughs) it fits perfectly with him so what's really weird Mm -hmm. is so he predicts his his death right right so the chapter the will Uh uh-huh says that he's writing it on october 1st 1576 okay but he died, for real, on September 21st of that same so year. So the guy
0: predicts his own death and then contradicts himself in his autobiography.
1: Yes, literally the last thing he does. Circum- for this is the epilogue. The circumstances have changed. <laughs> right, I <guess> so.
0: <laughs> well, listeners, that brings us to the end of Cardano. We so hope- sad. I know. We hope you've enjoyed him as much as we have. And let us know your thoughts reach out with ideas or mathematicians you want researched and you can always get a hold of us via email or social media. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Infinitely Irrational. For more fun, the research and math behind this episode, visit us on the web at www.infinitelyirrational.com. This episode was edited by Mathematical Expressions. This episode was written and narrated by Mathematical Expressions and K. Research for this episode was compiled by K. See you next time!